What up, survivors? Welcome to D180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for riding with us. I'm AJ. And I'm Janae. And on today's episode, we get into our third movie for our theme, Manny's Gone Wild. First of all, okay, time out. Let me just apologize. <laughs> Last week when Screen came out, I was just consumed and we was like trying to recover from a two week break and get back on schedule. And that hereditary episode came out a whole day late. Ooh. That first of all, let's just talk. Let's talk survivors. Because y'all was like, where's the episode? Y'all was like, did, did the park's not open? It was not, okay? Because that episode, first of all, the episode was up three hours long. I had to edit three different voice checks. It was just a lot. And Scream was coming out. And I had gotten sick. I didn't have the Rona, but I had whatever that bug is. That's not the Rona, but everybody thinks it's the Rona, but it's not. It was that. And I just, you know, I couldn't move. I was helpless. I couldn't do anything. So y'all got the episode. It came out. And now we're here. No. Okay. Now y'all can get off my back because I'm like, I'm sorry. Because, like, the thing about it was the episode started and there was no music. And then 30 seconds in, I just started talking. And I was like, I didn't even add the music in the beginning of the episode. And I was just like, hmm. Not only am I late with the episode, it's not even edited the right way. And it's okay. Y'all still y'all still ran that episode up. Y'all <laughs> ran that episode up on the first day it dropped. And I am happy. Y'all so loyal, but it's okay because I'm not going to do that no more. I'm sorry. I am so sorry. But anyway, today we are talking about Grandmother's House from 1988. This is our third movie for this month, like I said earlier, and this one is a real low-key cut, y'all. Now, if you want to watch this one, it's currently streaming on Tubi and Voodoo for the free. But when you go on there, guys, I know that I'm pretty sure on the park guide, and maybe on here, once I type this, we gonna see. It probably says grandma's house. But when you go on Tubi, you have to type in grandmother's house to find it. Don't ask me why, because I really don't know. I tried to do research to see why does it have two different names? Because on some of the VHS covers and whatever cover art posters, it says grandma's house. And on other ones, it says grandmother's house. There's actually another horror movie called grandma's house. That no, I, I know. Almost watched. Yeah, and I was, I was just like, wait like, a minute. Maybe that was why. I don't. Mm. I tried to do some digging and find stuff for y'all. This movie, like, literally has like. This, mm, yeah, that's just that. I was like, oh, okay, well, we about to do this, and that's what it is. So I guess with that being said, we can just jump right in. Park recommendations. And I only have one this week. When I was watching this movie, I said this is definitely a prerequisite to The Visit. And The Visit is one movie that I suggested before. It's from 2015. I really like that movie. And I would not be surprised if M. Night Shyamalan was inspired by this movie somehow. Especially because, no spoilers, but there is kind of like a gotcha moment. That's all I'll say. There's a gotcha moment in this movie. But huh, yeah, survivors, you know, if you can help out, cause that's the only one I get. If you want to help me out and you get a part recommendation that matches this movie, you can let us know on our Twitter. <laughs> so well, obviously it's 
everybody's first time seeing this movie. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. This movie was directed by Peter Rader. It was his very first film. Written by Gail Jensen and Peter C. Jensen. Produced by Nico Masterakis. Starring Eric Foster as David, Kim Valentine as Lynn, Lynn Lesser as the grandfather slash Spike, Ida Lee as grandmother, Brinke Stevens as woman, and I think that's the only ones I'm going to name because those are the only ones that really matter. So yeah, so Brand Stevens, she is like that bitch when it comes to the slasher movies. So she was in the Slumber Party Massacre, the 1982 one, not the brand new one. I still haven't seen the brand new one. So if she do make an appearance up in there, let me know. But I mean, yeah, she up in there. Then she was in Sorority Babes in the Slime Bolorama, Nightmare Sisters. Um, I feel like I seen her in something else too. But she one of those people like in the 80s, she was that bitch. And it's crazy because in this movie, she actually like, dyed her hair with like gray highlights so she can look older so they thought she can you know how it is in hollywood they like yeah you can't run around with your titties out you can't be nobody mama <laughs> yes i can but yeah even kim valentine she was in family matter i didn't even realize that was her for real but yeah she's been in a few things too but then our main character david eric foster he hasn't really done too much and i feel like i've seen his face before I know that a lot of people probably know him from Cry Wilderness, but I have not seen that movie. But when I seen his face, I was like, his face looked familiar, but I don't know why I know him. You don't recognize the old man? I didn't watch Seinfeld. I know he's from Seinfeld, but I didn't watch it like that. I didn't watch Seinfeld either. But yeah, I just I know, watched I Everybody's just Loves Raymond, yeah. and he was on there for a little bit too. Yeah. That was it's like he's shows. one of those people that you just know like i know he famous because bj kept looking at him he was like i know that man and then we started watching like videos after the movie as we usually do and somebody was like yes yeah, grandpa from seinfeld he was like oh, that is him and i was like yeah nope i, would I didn't watch seinfeld but i did watch everybody loves raymond it was one of those shows you didn't really have cable you only had like a few channels and then like everybody mm-hmm. loves raymond would come on it so i remember seeing him yeah this the cinematography was done by Peter C. Jensen. It was edited by Barry Zetlin, and music was by Nigel Holton and Clive Wright. So this movie is super, like, super fucking Luke Like I told you, I did, um, I took some digging. I don't know if I can post the link, but if I can, I did find, like, a documentary talking about it. These kids were originally played by some other kids, and that's probably why throughout the movie, and I don't know, this might not be the case, but when you're watching the movie and you hear the kids talking, you're like, why the fuck do their voices sound so weird? And then you be watching and you like, the voices don't match up with their lips. This dubbing is horrible. Well, I don't know if this is 100% true. Well, it was two other kids playing them. So I think those are the other kids' voices over their voices. And it was weird, but nonetheless, we can keep it moving. Let's get in line before we get on the ride for Grandmother's House. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the signs. Your time is here. Watch your step. This one's a doozy. All right. So we are going to take a little quiz to find out how old we'll be when we become grandparents. 
I just feel like I gotta be a parent first before this. And it asks you that in this quiz. It takes that into consideration. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, what is your current relationship status? Single, crushing, dating, engaged, married? It's complicated. Um, I'm just playing. No. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Because I'm like, we're not dating. Like, we yeah. past dating. Like, yeah. they don't have, like, like we two steps away from engaged. I think. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but I'm, I'm like, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna I guess I'm this episode over to BJ and be like, <clears throat> Right. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll just pick dating. Cause yeah, I pick dating too because that's none of the other this. ones match. All right, pick an animal. Dog, cat, a dog. horse, bunny, hamster, fox. It's always the dog. So I was going to pick a dog, but then I saw fox and I was like, what does the fox say? So no. Fox. Do you have kids? No. No, but I am currently expecting yes, one, yes, two, yes, three, yes, four or more. Jesus. No. <laughs> I put no as well. All right, pick a color. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, or purple. Um, green. I picked blue. And then how old are you? Under 15, 16 to 21, 22 to 30, 31 to 37, 38 to 45, or 46 or over? I am in the 22 to 30 range. Same here. Now, how old are you? Damn. <laughs> My 72. That's actually what? better than mine. I got that I would be 81 when I finally become a grandparent. What the hell? <laughs> I guess. Like, Jesus. I guess. Well, all right. I mean, survivors, you can play this one. The link to this one is at the bottom. Tell us what age you'll become a grandparent. Or if, I mean, you could be a grandparent already. You know, maybe that. See if they were were telling you for not. Okay, like something like that. But yeah, let us know over on our Twitter or any of our other socials. And now we can get ready to get into 1988's Grandmother's House. Every old house has one room that's always locked. This is where the house keeps its secrets. Ghosts of the past and sins long forgotten. This summer, David is snooping around his grandparents' farm. And there's only one door he hasn't opened. David, you look so pale. Why are you looking at me like that? I was thinking maybe he didn't see it. What gets me is when they go snooping and poking around a house. 
I can think of some places that I wouldn't want to stick my nose in your house, Spike. She's been in the custody of the state for 12 years. She escaped from the hospital in Jamestown yesterday. Lied to us, Drop the gun, boy. Grandmother's house. You're invited. Grandmother's house. A Nico Mastarakis production from Omega Entertainment. All right. For me, this trailer showed literally everything. It was three whole minutes, but it's arranged in a way that makes the movie seem better than what it is. At least for me. I just felt like this was one of those. This had to be meant for like kids. Cause I'm like, there, I just, I don't see this being any other way. That's, yes, I don't know. I was just like, so we go into grandma's house and fucked up chaos ensues. And there's a wild banshee running around. It was this wild, wild banshee. banshee. <laughs> That's what she was looking like. Especially when it would flip to like the stunt double with just the all dark black one B wig. I was like, and then the head was always down. So you didn't know it was a stunt double. I was just like, yes, wild banshee vibes. I feel like it could have been used as a skeleton for a short. And this movie could have been 45, 60 minutes max. What is the rundown of this movie? It's 145. yeah, it did not actually, need like to be that something, long. Actually. Yeah, it did not need to be that long at all. At all. But let's get into it. So this movie has a long-ass opening credit scene. But when it finally opens, we're at a cemetery watching the interment of David and Lynn's father. Since both of their parents have died, they're sent to live with their maternal grandparents. On the bus ride to their grandparents' house, there's this woman standing in the middle of the road. She doesn't move, which causes the bus driver to swerve around her and hit some trash on the side of the road. The first night in the house, the children are adjusting to their new life, but the dynamics between the grandparents and the children are kind of a little weird a little bit, especially between David and his grandfather. He doesn't, David doesn't really look like he's into this whole new arrangement, but starts making use of his stealth skeleton, starts making use of his stealth telescope and sees the woman standing outside the house 
His grandfather interrupts to let us know that David was born in the room that he's staying in. Once David goes to sleep, he has a nightmare about his grandfather killing a woman and his grandmother helping to move the body. In that same dream, his grandfather stabs the fuck out of him. First things first, let's just rewind. Lynn's hair at the funeral. Lynn's attire at the funeral. I was just like, who did this girl's hair? Because, I mean, and I know in the 80s, it was like big hair, like mm-hmm. the layers. That was the look. But I was just like, Jesus, child, like this, this was drastic. This was a lot. Also, when it came to that bus driving trip, you were so far away from her. Why you didn't just stop? Did you have to just That's swerve? what I'm saying. Like, like, why we didn't just stop? We did the most for no reason. We knocked over these people's, these taxpayers' garbage can for no reason. <laughs> Literally like, for no reason. All that honking and shit. Like, you could have just... Why didn't you slow down? Also, you like... Walk... You were, he was far enough away to slow down. He no, he was. That's what I first started with. I was saying I like you were far enough back to slow down. I just don't understand why we did all this. This was a lot. But when they get to the grandparents' house, I can tell. It's weird because we find out later on in the movie that they used to live there. Mm-hmm. Now, as far as like David. I would understand why David is a little weirded out. He's younger, so he probably don't have that many memories. But Lynn, I'm just like, why are you acting so weird? You was just here not too long ago. Just like, last you summer. Acting like, right, you was acting like you just wasn't here. Like, you don't know these niggas. Like, what's, what's going on? And that's the thing with this movie. Like, it forgets really quick and things stop making sense because it's just like, well, how does this work? Because you big enough to know this. So had to, mm, okay, continue. <laughs> the Also, before I move on, I just want to know why, I know it's dream. Dreams don't make sense sometimes. But if you don't knock something over, I would run. Why would you sit there and hide underneath a blanket in the middle hide of the Hide under the blanket. And I'm like, I get it's a dream. But, nigga, what did you? That was your best option. And then, first of all, why was you pe- like their glass jars? You can see through that. Like, you didn't need to be moving them. Like, a mess. The next day, the family goes to a swimming competition. Um, the woman that was in the road was hiding on the main street in the bushes as the family leaves the house. She then hitchhikes to the competition to watch David under the bleachers. So, I just want to say, that it was at this moment I figured out the woman was the mother, especially after seeing like that blurry wedding picture mm-hmm. on the dresser before they left the house. Yeah, so I did I ca- too. I instantly figured it out. But then the grandmother, congratulations, we lost. <laughs> you lost. <laughs> First of all, his pools were terrible. I'm sorry, like. survivors if you guys don't know I at the moment am a swim instructor and his technique was terrible I see why they lost because bitch like why are you he was so a pool is basically what it means when we're talking about the arm motion of swimming Mm -hmm. and his arm motion it was so wide like he was digging through like water or something I'm like you need to narrow your arms 
and your knees are too bent. That's why you're not going nowhere. And you keep lifting your head up. Put your face in the water. Like, yeah. and that front flip, Jesus, that front flip was atrocious. It was terrible. I was just like, I would, yeah, I would rip my kids three new ones for looking like that in the water. Like, ew, no. I didn't want to give him the benefit of the doubt just a little bit because he he did get sidetracked because the woman was underneath the bleachers. And so he missed this his mark. But then not only that, the dude, the coach, whoever pushed him in. So this is true. But after like a few seconds, <laughs> I expect you to straighten up that technique. This nigga just can't swim. And then it's just like, if he knew in town, and, and movies do this all the time, so I'm not knocking and knocking it, because movies do this all the time. But if he knew in town, why the fuck is he competing anyway? He should be watching. He shouldn't but even see, be in the pool. Here's the like, thing. I don't think he's new, because we already know that the sister has been here right. the previous summer, which leads to me to believe that he's been there too, because mm-hmm. when before he went to bed, she was the grandmother was like so don't forget to I forgot to put a blanket in your bed do you know what the blankets are he was like yeah I know where they are I remember so that leads me to believe that they both come every summer but yeah I don't know it I just don't think he can swim yeah and then it was just like the amount of black people that I did not see in this movie (laughs) I mean you're in you're in rural apparently this was rural California so yeah, I, I was just like, damn, to- we don't see not one. Like I was mm-hmm. expecting to see just literally like just like a random, like just one off. No, it was just all white people. I was just like, damn. And this was late 80s too. Like we was here, but not like making a thing about it. But I just noticed. I took notes. So the other thing that threw me through the through the loop was the grandmother bringing attention well not grandmother grandfather bringing attention to Lynn in the pool and grandma talking about some we have to bring out the chastity belt ma'am you're the one who made her wear that small last swimsuit right she, she wants to go back it. in the house first of all that swimsuit and it was funny because we all know that fashion recycles I literally have a swimsuit that looks like that <laughs> I was like oh that's cute girl it is tiny but it's cute that's cute and see that's this why I can't be a parent because I would be like no see the thing is First of all, people got to stop sexualizing shit because if y'all seen the swimsuits my mom had me in as a child, y'all would have fell out because she had my ass in some cute shit. And people will probably be like, why do you have her dressed like that, bitch? Because it's cute. It's a swimsuit. I mean. But I didn't like how I didn't like how Kenny was just like. All and I'm yeah. So now because of you, Grandma, creepy candy is circling Lynn underwater like a damn shark. Yeah, I didn't like that. Sexually harassing her and then assaulting her, essentially because he forced himself on her, kissing her like that, and she was very uncomfortable. Yeah, no, but see, now she was, but I was also just like, why are you not pushing him off of you? That's the same like, thing too. I would have snuck that like, girl. Out of him. And then the lifeguard, no necking. Nick, did you not? He pushed himself you, on me. My grandpa came over here cussing me out. I would have slapped the fuck out of you because now I'm in trouble and now they think I'm fast because you don't know what no mean. Right. I said no. After the competition, we see that a man has been killed and dropped in a pond. Whole time, the man was the man that the woman hitchhiking caught a ride with to the swim competition. She done killed his ass and stole his van. Back at the house, we find out that the children previously lived there with their mother when they were young after the parents broke up. Mm -hmm. Once she, quote unquote, died, their father took them back to the city. 
but then the Sacketts and their children roll up interrupting this family history lesson. Darlene is now on the porch with Lynn doing Lynn's nails and they're comparing notes about Creepy Kenny. And I find that to be very weird because now all of a sudden you kind of like him after he was portrayed to be fucking creepy. Yeah, I was just like, girl, no. That was weird. I'm like, no, I hate, that's just like that whole thing of people being like, oh, if he's only hitting you and teasing you because he likes you. No. no. Stop that. Mm-mm. Meanwhile, David and Raymond explore the surrounding orange orchards, orchards, can't talk today. David is told that a woman was allegedly murdered inside inside one of the tunnels and that her body was stuffed behind a stone wall. So now Raymond decides to take a makeshift bomb out of one of the shacks that the grandfather had and detonates it over the pond, hoping to dredge out the other dead bodies. Well, this caused a loud fucking crazy ass explosion. So David and Raymond split up. They run back to the grandparents' home. But upon arrival, David witnessed uh, the grandparents burning clothing and dragging a woman's body into the cellar. Upon sneaking into the cellar, David finds homegirl stuffed in the refrigerator, the same woman that he saw at the swim competition. Sneaks out the basement only to find his grandfather confronting him at the top of the stairs, but he is saved by Papa Sackett telling him to come outside and burn some burgers. I just, okay, so first of all, when you get the scene of them driving past the incident where we, uh, homegirl was hitchhiking, I was just like, okay, so obviously there's got to be the mama or something. Like I said, I had figured that out a minute back. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, what is she doing? And why do the grandparents keep killing people? What's this connection? Are they like, "Mm." because when the grandpa pulled up and started talking to the police officer, I'm like, is he trying to cover his checks? Because in true crime, serial killers do that. They will show Mm -hmm. up to the crime scene and be asking shit, knowing full well they fucking did it. So they don't quote unquote look like they did it. So I was just like, okay, what the fuck is happening? And then um, grandma started cussing out David. I was like, they need you over there. <laughs> I was like, damn, he just wanted to see. I mean, he didn't need to, nothing for you to see over there. I was like, damn, grandma. And it was, it's so funny because everything that lady said, Stay like she, she sounded just like a grandma. <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> damn, Miss Ida. They sorry. <laughs> I did like, I thought it was kind of sweet when she was showing them their mom's stuff. But then when you think about the entire movie, you're like, well, just wait a fucking minute. What the fuck? Like, just what is this movie? What is happening? I'm going to keep saying that because when you, as you get further and further into the movie, it's a lot of what the fuck is happening here. What is even happening here? (laughs) (laughs) So during the barbecue, a police officer stops by inquiring about the explosion on the pond. And they go back to the the little shack where they got the explosive from. And David seems like he kind of like wants to tell the police officer about the woman he found in the fridge. But his grandfather, like, you know, trying to threaten him, but not really threaten him. Like, yeah, go ahead and tell him. Tell him. Go ahead. As the seconds leave, well, back at the house. The Sackets are getting ready to leave. David sneaks into the attic. 
because now he like scared for his life where his grandfather follows him he escapes out the window goes into the roof of the house accidentally severing the house's phone line in the process then while he's still on the roof kenny shows up to take Lynn on a date leaving david alone at home with his grandparents eventually he makes it back into the house after dangling off the side of the house with his grandparents below him i was just like y'all don't see this little boy dangling from the side <laughs> of this roof like this no while y'all carrying this body nope you know sometimes you know grandparents aren't very perceptive it's like i get it but also no because i'm just like grandparents always be seeing some shit <laughs> they be acting like they don't see some shit but they be seeing shit <laughs> so let's uh go over to where kenny and lynn are right they're driving in the orchard they park start canoodling a little bit while he's supposed right. to be giving her a driving lesson. And they're like, yeah, let's go get some more privacy because you're too close in the house to like get no one to pop in. This whole thing is cringy because I still can't get over the fact that he was like trying to assault her yeah. in the pool. Yeah. So he lets her drive. She gets the car stuck over, um, well, gets the car stuck on an old drain pipe. So now she has to run back to the house to get a jack to release the car. So while she's in the garage looking for this Jack, her brother confronts her where they find the woman in the grandparents' large truck handcuffed to the wheel. David is shocked to see that she's still alive because, you know, he thought he, she was dead and explains to his sister that she's being kept a prisoner. And then, then the woman says, oh, yeah, I'm trying to warn you about the dangers of living in this house. This, so David okay, gets- just time out, time out, because... When it got to this scene, first of all, we already done seen this bitch in a damn refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Beat over the head with a damn shovel. I'm like, how are blue. you okay? Yeah, I'm like, how the fuck does this even work? Because, like, had it been the other way around, like, David, like, been walking past the garage and seen her in the car just sitting there staring and then got spooked, because rightfully so, because that's fucking scary. She shouldn't be there. And then for some reason, he and Leanne found her in the refrigerator and then she came alive. That shit would have been terrifying because it's like, bitch, she's not supposed to be alive. She's fucking blue. That would have made more sense than the other way around because it's just like, I just seen her in the refrigerator seemingly dead. And I know I just seen my grandparents whoop her ass with a shovel and she don't look like she's been beat with a shovel. Like apparently, according to her, she was shot up with the paralytic or something. They drugged her. And I'm just like, that don't even make sense because- Bitch, that'll make you invincible. <laughs> what is happening? Like, what is going on in this movie? So she's trying to tell them that, you know, I need some help, but don't call the police. Call this number that's in my purse. So David gets the keys to get the paper out of her purse, but she grabs a hold of his wrist so she can get the keys to free herself. Um, they run out the garage, they run into the grandpa, tell him what happened. He tells them to go inside with the grandmother, but then grandmother's like, yeah, no, go to the Sackett's farm to get help. On the way to the farm, they run into a deputy who then tells them that the woman is in, well, the deputy takes them back to the house, first of all, and then tells them the woman in the house, well, that they saw is really their mother. She not dead. She was put in a psychiatric hospital for the past 12 years and she dangerous. So the deputy goes into the garage, he goes into the house, but in the house, he runs into her and gets attacked. And then she just stabbed him to death in the front lawn in front of the kids. I knew it because when he ran in the house and he came back out, I was like, oh, he got stabbed up. He about to he's dying. What I was not expecting was the fucking mom. 
to run out to and run continue out. stabbing. <laughs> continue stabbing. I'm waiting on the grandparents to do this and like the mom to be like, kids, come on, come on. Cause I'm thinking like the grandparents are playing the key. I don't know. The kids realize like, oh shit, we weren't supposed to let this lady free and she about to go do some shit. Let's go get our grandparents. But our grandparents are fucking murderers too. But whole time we covering up this bitch's murders. Like, oh shit. It was a lot. I was just like, oh, goddamn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She was delivering them blows. I said, damn, are you Ghostface? (laughs) Seeing this, the children flee into the garage and escape in the truck that the woman was once in. In the process, the mama hops on the side of the truck and clings to it. They manage to throw her from it as they speed through the orchard, but they stop to get Kenny's ass. I'm just like, I, okay. And he was nowhere to be found. Mm -mm. And now the truck's dead. So now they're running on foot. So their mother manages to start the truck and the kids and starts chasing the kids through the grove. After a five minute chase scene, yes, five minutes of running through a whole bunch of things. Um, David and Lynn finally managed to flee back to their grandparents' house. Inside, David finds their grandmother dead, clutching a photograph of their mother. He shows it to Lynn, but she refuses to believe that that is the same woman. Okay, now time out right here. I really do enjoy the part when they run to the train tracks and the train is going, but this bitch is standing on the other side. That <laughs> shit was kind of scary. And it was definitely giving hereditary vibes when she took the fuck off and started chasing them. Like she was running just like Annie was when Annie ran about that corner for Peter. But um, I was just, this was my entire thing. I'm like, when? How the fuck you didn't know that was your mom? Like, I'm just having such a hard time believing that none of these kids recognize that lady. Like, David, you had a picture of her. Leanne, you're old enough to remember what your mama looked like. Because Leanne has to be like 16, 17. I don't think we get their ages. And if they if they yeah, did say their ages, age. yeah, I'm like, if they said it, I ain't hear it. But Leanne has to be like 16, 17. David got to be... I give him 13, 14, maybe. I don't know. But if anything, Leanne, if the mama was in a psychiatric ward for 12 years, then Leanne would have been four. I'm like, girl, you know what your mama looked like. You know, like, you didn't know? Okay. That's what don't make sense to me. So David, here's a noise in the basement. He sets off a rocket down there to flush out their mother. While they're waiting for it to explode, someone shows up at the door. And so David shoots whoever is out there. Turns out it was Kenny. But then the rocket goes off and we see their grandfather in the basement getting lit the fuck up. I'm just like, where are we getting all of these rockets? Why do you have so many? You should not have this many rockets. See, this is the problem. This is the problem. I mean, we live in the country. Anything goes. All right. That's what I say. This is the problem. (laughs) The police arrive moments later searching for the missing deputy, but cannot find the woman that David and Lynn claim to have attacked them. David is taken to the hospital for his head injury, but he escapes in the middle of the night after witnessing his grandfather leaving the hospital. He steals a bicycle midway and ends up seeing his grandfather carrying his encapsulation. Fuck, I can't talk. The mama knocked out. He takes her out of one of the little irrigation ditches and drags her out back to the house. And he sees this. So he follows them to the basement where he watches his grandfather murder his mother after semi-confessing to raping her and referring to David as his son. 
Then David grabs an axe and confronts his grandfather slash father. His grandpa dad goes to stab him. And instead, David blocks the blow and beats him to death with the axe. The end. And I have a lot of issues. (laughs) One, where the fuck did Leanne go? She just disappeared from the movie. Mm -hmm. Then you get. First of all, why the fuck is this even called grandmother's house? I was just like. I was watching. I was just like this. <laughs> and then yeah, when you sense. get the whole reveal of grandpa being a an abuser, I, did, I was trying to figure out what word I wanted to use. I didn't want to say the R word, but like, I was just like, why? Why did we do this? Why was this a choice? And then the end, when David was like axing him, I he was cracking up. It's because he hit him with the back of the axe. He didn't hit him with the right side. But also, I'm just like, that's a clean ass axe. Like, there's no blood on this axe, like at all. Like, none. And then the way he was swinging it, I'm like, this axe is fake because it's weight. To, I've picked up an axe, I've mm-hmm. picked up small axes, and they still got some weight. And he's swinging it like he fucking Corey Hain in Friday the 13th. Not Corey Hain. <laughs> Corey Feldman and Friday the 13th and I'm just like what the fuck is happening here like this what the fuck was this like I was expecting some full 80s cheese and this was not the cheese I was looking for and this it it had it could have went somewhere it had the potential like give me some backstory what prompted david to be suspicious about his grandfather in order to cause a nightmare like that there's no backstory to that and like yeah I did something the, happen last summer like right what, what the fuck like i get the possible idea of you just being suspicious of being with new people but then at the same time these are your grandparents and you lived with them before and apparently y'all visit every summer so mm-hmm. it just wasn't making sense like y'all acting like y'all ain't seen them since y'all was babies that's how i would have thought the way y'all up in here acting like and i get it like sometimes like when you go to your grandparents' house, you probably don't want to be over there. You do be acting like kind of funky for the first week. But I'm just like, damn, like y'all just acting like y'all don't know these niggas at all. Right. And I'm just like, you just did all of this just to tell us at the end that David's a product of incest. Like, it just, I needed more. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, this This movie needs to go back to the drawing board. And they, they I just, I've so seen a lot of people. With the back, some backstory. Yeah, and like I said, it did not need to be an hour 30. This literally could have been an hour and maybe like two minutes, Mm -hmm. if that. It could have been under an hour. It did not need to be that long. This was, because the thing is, you do all this building, making us think that obviously the grandparents are the killer. And I like, I like the twist of finding out that, no, the mom's actually the killer and they've been trying to subdue this bitch because she keep doing shit. I like that. You could have just left. We didn't need two twists. We didn't, especially not the, th- the last one you gave us. We did not need that. because That's just probably like, why she started killing in the first place. It could have, but if you were going to do that, then make it make sense then. Like, bring it back. Because that's still, that's still just like, well, damn. Like, right. why not kill them instead of killing everybody else? Like, you doing them like, it's, it, it was just a lot like I just ooh yeah child now one th- good thing that I have to say is that Lim Lesser he made a perfect creepy grandpa but other than that mm-hmm. I like that his name was Spike grandpa Spike that's like a I like as a kid I'd be like my grandpa named Spike my grandpa Spike finna come get me 
and all the kids on the playground be like, damn, your granddaddy named Spike? And I'd be like, yep. In a marching band, we had a, um, a band director. I don't even know if you want to call him a director, but his name is Spike, and we called him Mr. Spike. He was cool. I love him. Ratings. All right. Well, IMDb gave this a 5.2 out of 10. There was no Rotten Tomato score. So um, with that being said, what would you rate this movie? Um, This one, because here's the thing. Even though I just shitted on it the way I did, no, I don't like the movie. So don't think I was about to say I like it. No, I wasn't about to say it. Um, what it's like, not, what, Ashley? No, 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 no. It's not like, all the way terrible because I I was genuinely shocked at the first twist and then when the second one came I was just like oh wait wait whoa we did a lot that was a lot and there were some moments like I definitely did like the shot um of the mom watching from the bleachers I thought that shit was kind of like oh mm, yeah we've seen it before but it, it was fine so yeah um don't think it's it's not about to get a high score it's getting and I, I feel like I'm being nice. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? I'm not going to be nice. I'm giving this 40 tickets. I was about to give it 45, but I'm giving it 40. Give it 30. Oh, yeah. Damn, so this is a doozy. Well, there we it's go. It's a doozy. Because, <laughs> like I said, like, survivors, like, if you just feel like bullshitting, like, watch this one. If you just listen to us, this is probably the shortest episode in B180 history. Um <laughs> but yeah it might be like uh yeah literally this episode if this episode hits an hour i would be surprised literally surprised because i didn't even take long because normally what happens is we'll take long with the cue line or we'll take long with like the backstory and just like shooting the shit but we didn't even do that this time no we don't do it all the time but it just depends on what's happening Ain't nothing really happened this week either. And we already did a screen bonus episode, so we probably That's would true. have spent the bulk of time talking about that. So, souvenir shop? Yeah, souvenir shop. Let's go. Thanks for writing. Before you go, take a detour into the souvenir shop. All right, so I don't necessarily have anything as a souvenir for this movie um maybe some oranges i don't know Mm-mm. i <laughs> i do not i do not y'all know y'all can see the posters when we post the announcement for today's episode you see all the posters on there damn not a short souvenir shop too well you know it's all right let's run these park announcements Okay, y'all, that was our third movie. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, yeah, y'all know we ain't seen this movie. It ain't really have shit to do with the grandma. And that's okay, whatever. Because next week, bitch, we ending this whole month with the second baddest grandma in the land. And that's Grandma fucking Lois from Paranormal Activity 3. I cannot wait to talk about this bitch because I don't know if between her and Ellen Taper Lee from Hereditary, who's fucking worse because they're damn near one and the same. But <laughs> in the meantime, you can catch up with us on all of our socials, D180 Podcast, on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Email us at destination180podcast at gmail.com. Just for any feedback, you know, if you want to link up with us, 
feature us on the show or get on our show or whatever the hell you just want to shoot the shit and tell us some shit you can email us there other than that we will see you next time as we wrap this theme nanny's gone wild with paranormal activity three and we'll be revealing the theme for february that i still haven't named it's been sitting there for almost thought you already named it it's no the end still does not have a thing so yeah well i will see if i figure it out by next week and if i don't because i already got a song in my head so yeah all right survivors that's the end of that we'll see you next time when the park is open bye y'all i'll see you soon